What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. It's the continuation of the Chrissy D residency. You know my boy Chris Stefano is in town doing his thing shooting the show. Uh, so he's back here, baby. He's back again. Uh, another fun episode. We go all over the place and uh, get cute and bonkers as usual. Yo, some good news to announce for you guys. I'm back on tour, baby. Go to andrewsantino.com for tickets. I'm all over the place. Atlantic City just got announced. Um, Boston got announced. Uh, Salt Lake City is in three weeks, and uh, Addison, Dallas is in six weeks or whatever. Um, and we're adding dates as we go. And Madison Comedy on State is finally up right now, so we're doing that too. I'm coming back, baby. I'm so excited. That's five dates or whatever that are on the board. So go to andrewsantino.com uh, to check out those dates for tickets if you live in Addison or Dallas or Salt Lake City or Madison, Wisconsin or Boston or Atlantic City, New Jersey. andrewsantino.com. If you want to know more about uh, what we do, extra stuff for this show, Patreon.com slash Whiskey Ginger Podcast. That's where I do the solo Cheeto chats. And also we do Zooms for the top tier one-on-one shit, which is Betty Fun. Betty, Betty Fun. Uh, so check all that stuff out. Uh, AndrewSantino.com is where that is. If you're looking for merch, it's right down below. If you're on YouTube in the merch bar, click the subscribe button and hit the notification so you know. But you know we post every Friday. So if you're looking for tickets, AndrewSantino.com, baby. Come see me live. I'm excited to get back out on the road. Enough rambling from me. Let's go. To the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey, seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers. Do I feel comfortable? You said I look a little skinnier today. You do? No, you look like in good li- shape. But a little skinnier, right? Not a do lot. Do you feel a little skinnier? I feel a little. I feel. I still feel a little porky for some reason. But you've been working out and eating right. I'm trying, dude. But it's you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm trying. You're thin. You got a thin, slim build. You can't get fat. I can get fat. What are you talking about? Of course, I can get fat. I can what? get fat. You can get like fat, fat. Not like. No, I'm not gonna say it. I no, you got a you got a good build. You got like you. Well, I got thick thighs. Daddy's got thick thighs because I run a lot. You got nice thicky thickies. Look dude. at my thicky ickies. Look at these thickies. What's the most miles you ever ran? Push this down because it's covering up your pretty it's face. Hard. It's hard. That's the one you broke. Oh. Yeah. See, you broke it. You're never gonna be able to turn that. All right. Well. <laughs> there you go. What's the most miles I ever ran? Yeah. Uh, twelve is the most I've ever ran. What? Like last night, I ran six and a half or seven. You ran seven miles last night? Yeah, seven miles yesterday. Through the neighborhood? Through the neighborhood. And what do you burn? How many calories does that burn? Honestly, I don't know. That's a really good question because I have, I have literally no idea. You never look. Never. Let's start, wait. Hold on. Before I say that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean, once again, today it's the residency of Chrissy D. Hey, hey. I never doing? really look. What do I look? How many calories do you, how many calories on average do you burn running a mile? Uh, 100? Yes. Uh, burn, uh, one mile? Uh, hundred. Uh, hundred. How'd you know that? You uh, a I'm cat- fat. Okay, <laughs> you <laughs> approximately hundred calories you burn while running a mile. Says David Geffen School of Medicine at, you, at uh, the David Geffen School. Says Daniel V. Virgil. Vigil. <sighs> yeah, right. Pussy. Liar. Bitch. Bitch. Hundred calories. So I ran about so seven hundred calories. I guess. So that's a lot of cows. Yeah, but the whole thing is like, look, the whole thing about this, this, all this running and stuff like that is. It hurts my knees a lot, 
right? I'm getting older, so I can feel it more. So I'm like, is this even doing anything? Meanwhile, my grandmother's 92. She's never worked out in her life. She drinks three Manhattans a night, and she's probably going to live to be 100. But does she have abs? She's jacked. Your grandma's jacked? She benches 225. Wow. Yeah. She's 5'1". She's 5'1". Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, maybe 90 pounds. Right. And she benches 225. I, I saw her. And she could take a hit. She can, dude. Because she lipped off to me one time. Zrakan! And I, I smoked her once. All and she was- older women, if you got to understand, if you're a woman in your 90s, you've been punched in the face by a man guaranteed. Guaranteed. There's it's no a doubt. guarantee. It was called the 40s and the 50s. Yeah. And- in the 60s, they had to stop. The guys had to put the nicks on that. Right. Because by the 60s, there was a lot of social issues that were going on. So they had to be like, all right, because they'll, they'll tell. They'll tell, they'll yeah. They'll snitch. And ba- back in the day, cops, my grandpa was a cop. But he left the family when I was like... Because he had another family. Exactly. No, that's a true story. He I'm dead serious. Everyone from that era had two families. Dude, my, my grandpa, who I never met in my life, uh, had, you know, uh, five kids. Imagine, imagine doing that. I could not imagine doing this. this is, two families. No, no. He had, he, had, he had five kids, my mother being one of them. You know, ages like... I think the oldest at the time was my uncle who was 16 and my aunt who was like a baby. Yeah. Like an infant. Yeah. Just left one day, like took, just took left off. and ne- never came back. Never, never saw his five children again. Started another family with another woman from Long Island. That their children from that yeah. marriage. Re- one of them reached out to me on Facebook like two years ago and said, "Hey, I'm your half uncle. I have a band on Long Island. Do you ever want to open for my band?" Yes, yes, of course I do, dude. But do you? Could you imagine? I mean, dude, I could never in a million years imagine walking away from my children. No. This guy walked away from, like, I'm not talking about, like, a baby. He walked away from, like, a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old. Just, my mom said, <laughs> just never came home again. That old, never. Like, go get cigarettes, go get milk thing was so real. People just, yeah. but you were allowed to. There was no way to track you. No cell phones. You could just leave and say something bad happened to you. No, well, and, and you know, he said what, what, what was interesting is the stigma I was at the time. I got man-napped. I got man-napped. They got, they would, my mom said they would then, like, you know, like, my mom's family, my, my grandma and my, they were all, like, been made fun of at school. People would walk by. They'd be walking to church. They would call my grandma a whore. They'd be like, what'd you do, you whore? That your husband walked out on you, <laughs> you know? I like how it's her fault. It, no, it, that's how it was back then. Well, but it's also because you always aired someone's business out in public. Like, it was, right. always, it was always, like, they always, well, like, my... Um, um, my dad got wasted uh, uh, with his w- no, not his brother. No, my dad got wasted wasted in high school, and he took uh, the family car and he was driving it drunk, and he flipped it. He put it in a ditch and flipped it over, and he ran all the way to his house because it's he grew up in a small town in North Carolina. And he gets back to the house, and my grandmother doesn't say anything about it. She's pretending to not know. And right. my brother and his brother, my uncle, was making him suck on pennies. Do you know about that? Oh, no. Suck on actual, like, pennies. Change? You've never heard of that? No. Because they say it messes with the breathalyzer if they make you, if, if you know, if they may, they, uh, it changes the chemical composition in your mouth or something. If you like suck it. on a breathalyzer and you're not drunk, you'll fail a breathalyzer test with. You wh- suck on pennies. Something about pennies, copper. If you suck on copper, it does something to it. Oh, wow. I don't even know if they had breathalyzers back then. No. Maybe he just wanted to see his brother suck on pennies. No, dude, you were just that back was just then. That was just a if bit. You, if, you were just, if you were white, you didn't go to jail. Right. Well, dude, this small town in North Carolina, jail didn't exist. It was Barney Fife back then. You know, it was like Andy Griffith, for real. It was like the Otis the drunk could come and go as he pleased. That's literally what my dad grew up in. Did you ever go back to your dad's, like, old, uh, like your, your dad's North Carolina small town? 100%. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When they got a McDonald's, it was a big deal. But Wait, wait listen to this. Wow. Wait, wait, this is crazy. So when, so when my dad... My 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 grandmother was fighting off the cops about it. Like they were like, "Where's Jeff? You know, we know he flipped the car. Da 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 da. All this stuff." And and he was like, you know, she she kind of like covered up covered up for my old man and like helped him out. 
And then the insurance calls the next day because the cops just let him, you know, they didn't do anything about it. And the insurance called and they dropped him. They were like, we know that was him driving that car. You know, the cops didn't get him, but we're not letting him get insured anymore. Like, it's over. We're dropping you from the right. insurance. So my grandmother's livid about it. In town, after church, she sees him across the street, sees the insurance agent. And she goes, you sure you want to drop us from the insurance? Because we could just tell everybody how you're whoring around town with Mrs. Buckerley instead of being with your wife at home and your children. And this dude was like, he was like, no, 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 no. So guess what? They still they stayed on the insurance. My grandmother blew up his spot. That's and would she just tell you guys that like story at like Christmas? That's no, my great. dad told me the story. My dad, my dad said it. And you know what? They never talked about it ever again. My grandmother was like, it was almost like a don't. We're not going to talk about it. That's a thing that happened, and we won't. Men- we're not going to mention but, it ever but again. But because he. Held up his side of the bargain. His affair was never discovered. No, she didn't talk about it to anybody. I'm sure he got busted at some point. He got yeah, they always at some do. Point, you know, dude. But <laughs> but that being said, gangster move by my grandmother. Hell yeah, putting it out there, like putting that, it out there, like smash that. him in front of the Dairy Queen. What do you think? Like your grandmother today, you think she would have tweeted it? She would have Facebooked it. Yep. She would have booked it. She would have my booked it. Gran- my, my grandmother from my mom's side sends emails. I'm on an email list. Can I read you some of the yes. some of the stuff she said today? Yes. This is great. So I, my grandmother, she's 92. She emails still today. Emails us like updates. You know, it's been a long time. Let's see if I can do it. Because I think she gets, it's tough doing the email thing. Because she's, yeah. she's yeah. pecking, hunting and packing. She's got all arthritis in her fingers. Yeah. Fingers all like Sometimes that. they just fall off. Yeah, you know? dude. Uh, took me, uh, it took me way south two times for my two shots. I'm all done. Yay. She got her shots. Had dinner with my six boys. All my uncles took her out. My mom's right. one of 10 kids. Right. All the uncles took her out. Smile on my face. Uh, took me to the doctor. I had a sty on my eyelid. God damn it. Grandma, that wasn't a sty. It wasn't a sty. <laughs> they had to drain it. Yay! Yummy! I'm so grateful. I'm going to come. Uh, uh, my, uh, a lot with the boys uh, told me about it. Uh, there's a lot of names in here. I don't want to mention the f- other people's names. Good weather's coming. Rain tomorrow. I'm making quilts for the little ones. Dude, she still does. At 92, can you imagine? Makes quilts. She can still, yeah, she's a gangster. She can still make She shit. made this sign. This, your she, new yeah, sign. Oh my God, we should talk about Look it. Look at this. My new sign. From Ted Munz, shout out to the Munster. He's do- he does all the signs for literally all the podcast yeah. crews. He did Bad Friends. Yeah. And look, at we just got a new Whisk Ginge sign. Look it's at that. It's really good. And by the way, it's holding up by a thread. It might yeah. fall. Chris and I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we didn't know to put it up. We needed we needed my girl here to put it up because she's handy. My daughter took a look at this sign and didn't love it. Well, because my face was on it. Because she said your face, she was like, oh, I don't get it. Right. Your daughter doesn't, your daughter doesn't really like me. She... She likes the idea of me as your daddy's friend. Yeah. But she's scared because I'm a ginge. How about this? But then yes. outside of the car, she waved to me and she said, Will you come in our car and drive with us? Yeah. So maybe she, she did say that. And when we got home that night, when we yeah. hung out the other night, yeah. she asked Jasmine, Vinny, we call her on the show. She asked her if the baby inside her belly was yours. And I said, I hope so. Well, I genuinely hope so because I don't want to have to deal with another child support payment. Okay, look, look at it like this. Let's say the kid comes out and it's not your kid. Okay. Let's say it's somebody else's, not mine because I don't want to even go there because it could have been a possibility at some point because Jazz and I did meet once in Harlem. I believe it. That being said, if it's somebody else's kid, what's your move? Seriously, you find out. Being dead serious, what's the honest reaction? She comes to you, the baby comes out, it's not yours. It's, yeah. And it's obvious. It's, it's a little tan. Got a lot of pigment in that skin. Got a lot of pigment. Melanin and Looks melanin. like Bobby Lee a little bit. No, I'm saying a lot of melanin. Looks oh, a lot like of melanin. It, looks like it could be an athlete. Ah, God. Definitely not yours. Yeah, looks like an, a Democrat. <laughs> yeah, like a demo. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you do if you're like, that's not my baby? I, to be honest with you, if you told me right now my daughter wasn't mine, you know, uh, yeah. paternally. Yeah. 
I, I it wouldn't bother. It w- I wouldn't change a thing. That's because you've raised her at this point. But yeah. If a baby comes out new and you know it's not yours in the hospital, what do you do then? Then I would say I would probably. What would I do? I. You're not gonna. You can't. I don't know if I hit her. The baby, I mean. Oh, the baby? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends if it's a boy or if it's a girl. Yeah, that's true. If it was a boy, Hit I it. think I'd stay around. Hit it. If it was a girl, I'd say, you're going to China. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If you, could you imagine all, like, there's, there's, there's stories that you hear about people. It, that breaks my heart when they, the, they have the kid and the father finds out it's not his kid. What about the Sam Kinison story? You ever hear that? What? Sam Kinison. You know, comedy, and this is something that's like public. Yeah. Carl LeBove. Yeah, who's his best friend. Who's his best friend and a comic who worked worked with him all the time. They, they, and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is true. Yeah. They, uh, um, uh, Carl LeBove had a child. Yes. With his, with his, uh, with his wife. wife. Yeah. With his wife. And... Raising it, beautiful thing, beautiful child, whatever. Sam Kinison dies when that child, I believe, was 18. Found out it was Sam Kinison's child. It was mm-hmm. never Carl's child. But Carl, I think, forgave Sam Kinison in the afterlife for it and continued to just raise the daughter as his own. Well, they, they were friends. And he was with him on the day he died. What do you mean? Carl LeBove was, was with him. He was the in the car? No, they were in another car following them. And he saw it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Sam Kinison was one of those guys. He was drink. He would drink a lot. Were you a Kinison fan? Love Kinison. See, some guys, some comics don't like it from our era because we didn't really grow up with him. I love Sam Kinison. I would yeah. watch all his stuff on YouTube. Ow, ow. Yeah, he was wild. Move to where the food is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I but love his, that. his his like last special, I was a little bit like, eh. But you know, he was on drugs. Well, that's because he was aced out of his head. You could tell when those guys, like the old live from the comedy stores. Oh, yeah. Those specials they did, you could tell who was lit up out of their mind. But you got to think about it. That was a party back then. Yes. It wasn't about, they didn't get on, that, that wasn't for them to get on to get a, a better agent and to book a sitcom. No. They were already, like, taking off. Yes. So they were like, oh, this is a party. So I can do coke upstairs with Mitzi. Then I can go downstairs in the basement and smoke weed. And then I go grab a couple of drinks. And then they'll call me on stage when I'm ready. There was no rules. It didn't, there, it was a, it's a, it was like that a couple years ago with, the store was on fire. People were getting wrecked and going up on stage because the shows were all sold out and people were getting... I mean, people got cocky. They Let me got, ask you this. You get lazy. You ever mm-hmm. fuck Mitzi Shore? Me? Yeah. Yeah. That's a yes. <laughs> Clip it! <laughs> yeah, that's but you how know, you got but you know what? She dated a lot of comics. She did. Well, it wasn't... Rest in, in peace, Mitz. Oh, she passed away? She died. Re- Ooh. You didn't go. You had sex with a corpse. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she. uh, I never met her. I never met Mitzi Shore. Did you ever meet Esty from the Comedy Cellar? Never. And I never met Mitzi. You never met Esty. Did she die? No, Esty's still with us. Still booking the Comedy Cellar. Maybe I'll meet her then. Hundred percent. I don't know. I I never met her, but I. But Mitzi, I met twice. Oh, so she wasn't really around at the Comedy Store in the late years. By the time that I had shown up and was going to get passed, she was around, but not really around. Do you know what I mean? Like she was kind of at that point. I think she was bedridden, and she wasn't. She, it just wasn't, it was not good. Like, I had another comic who was living with us at the time in my apartment, and he would go up there and, and was like an aide to her. He would help her out, you know? Right. And like everything, you know, help her eat, and it was sad. Oh, man. It was tough. What's the oldest woman you would consider having sex with? How old? What's two, like, what's the age limit? A hundred. You would have sex with a hundred-year-old woman? No, that's the eight, that's the limit. 99 is my tip-top. Yeah. Yeah, 90, 99 is probably the highest I go. What's right. my limit? I don't know. Nothing up. What do you mean? I mean, if they're down, if 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 later in life, 
you know, the old bag passes away and I'm a single mingle and I'm 76 and, you know, an 86-year-old comes up. and You're going to hit that. She's feeling it. Yeah, just you don't want to break her hip. You just got to be careful. You know what's something that's that's really going to hope if we live this long, what's really going to, what just sucks to be a man? Because yeah. my father tells me this. He said, your mind, like you still look at a 25-year-old gorgeous girl playing volleyball and want to be like, I want to have sex with her. He said, that doesn't go away in your mind ever as a guy. Right. So he said, men who are like 85 years old in wheelchairs that are shitting their pants. Hornballs. Still want to try to jerk off to the hot nurse. That's why they do. That's why they always ask the nurse. They're like, would you mind tugging on my ding dong? <laughs> and the nurse is like, come on, Mr. D, you know I can't do that. Yeah. They, and they have to play along with these old perverts. why won't they just do it? I think some like of them, if they really care. Some of them uh, spit and look away, you know. A okay, little bit. Okay, we'll get you your pills. Yeah, because at that point you're not, you're not, you don't have any, you know. Why should nurse, uh, uh, nursing homes and all that stuff? They should be giving out sex toys. By the way, sex toy companies. If you're listening, you should support them. Every guy should get a flashlight in the sex in the sex home. Good idea. And everybody, yeah. everybody in a nursing home, every man in a nursing home should be legally allowed to get a prostitute or get a happy 100%. ending massage if 100%. they want. 100%. They want to go Deshaun Watson. They go Deshaun Watson. They should be able to Deshaun. Deshaun it's actually is it Deshaun or Deshaun? Does it really matter? Well, to somebody we know it does. <laughs> <laughs> Deshaun. I think it's Deshaun. You said I, Deshaun? Maybe that's just an accent that you have. Deshaun, do you know about that story with Deshaun Watson? Uh-uh. It's one of those things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was flying out he was fl women and then and, and then he and then they accused him of sexual misconduct. Sexual misconduct, but he They were the massage therapists and he and he took advantage of it and made right. them do stuff to him. But it's like one of those things. I did when, see that. But I did. But the DMs. Did you see the DMs? He mm. would he would message them and say, "Hey, I want to get." I'd say, "Hey, I'd say, hey, can you give me a massage?" And they'd say, "Yeah, you know, my price this." And he'd say, "Happy ending?" Question mark. And they'd write, "LOL," and then show a picture of their tits. So it's oh, just oh, like, seriously? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, did some of them do? I I imagine there was one or two that were into it. So this is how you crack the case. One or two of them probably said yes. You know, yeah, and Deshaun was like, yeah, well, and they, then they and then he thinks they're all like that, and then the ones that aren't, that's obviously how it goes. Well, here's the thing: number one, I think it actually is the Houston Texans who leaked all that as a conspiracy because they just wanted Deshaun wants it to not leave the team and stay with their team because mm -hmm. nobody they think nobody's going to sign him now. Two, it's one of those things where it's like, let's be honest: almost every NFL player. Not every, but a majority of NFL players do what he did. They're just making an example of him. Well, yeah, they wanted to pop him. It's kind of yeah. like they catch. It's like it's like how often do they annoy um, uh, uh, Ricky Williams about the weed thing? You're oh like, you're God! Like, Everyone smokes weed. They just wanted to make an example out of that guy. You know what I mean? They just yeah. wanted to poke the bear and poke the bear. Yeah. And, and they wanted to be like he's a he's a criminal. You know these black guys in their weed, dude. Everyone in the league was smoking. Why pot. is weed criminalized anymore? Like like well, for well, an athlete. Well, the NFL now, right? There isn't it a no? Isn't it okay? Or no, so, NBA. Sorry, NBA is. If all you good. smoke weed in the NBA, no problem. No problems anymore. Interesting. Yeah, because Adam Silver wised up. He realized that it's like, why would I penalize these guys for taking care of their body in an organic way? Do you think from the... It's rather that, or better than fucking pills. Oh, yeah. The fucking pills. Do you think from the day Adam Silver was born, he's looked like he was dying of he's cancer? He's looked like that. He's That man has looked like he's dying of cancer Emaciated. for the last 30 years. I mean, he doesn't even have eyebrows. He was born bald. Uh, yeah. You know that? He never grew hair. He never once grew hair. He actually never grew hair. Never grew hair. He looks like a slip... Like, he just like... He seems like he... He's probably the best commissioner slippery? in sports. He looks slippery. He looks slippery. He's gonna get away. He looks like a slippery in little fuck. In a game fuck. of tag, you're never gonna get him. He's a slippery little shit. And hide and go seek, he'll get away because he could go under door crests. I mean, he's gone. People love him, though. The NBA... The players he's love him. He's the best. Him. You know why I think he's a genius? He literally let the NBA players make the NBA their league, right? Yes. 
<laughs> when you when these guys have an issue that they want to address, whether it's Black Lives Matter or they want to write something or they want to talk about it publicly, instead of condemning them like the fucking NFL did those jerk offs, you know, the, he let them speak their mind because the idea behind it is, hey, if we can if we can gratiate power behind these guys and make them feel like they have a voice for whatever their issues are. Well, then good, because I'm making billions of dollars on their athletic prowess. Right. Otherwise, otherwise, like the NFL, it's bullshit. You, what are you really complaining about, about these guys making a statement? They're making a fucking statement. You don't like it. Okay. You don't have to like everything. Yeah, but you don't kneel at my anthem, Andrew. <laughs> now, I'll do a backflip at your anthem, by That's the way. That's it. Yeah. yeah. The idea that we sing the national anthem before we play a sporting it's event a game crazy. is the dumbest thing on... What does, that, what does that have to do with? These are men playing a game that has no effect... On the United States of America at I, all. I couldn't agree more. I think Or the, if yeah. we're gonna do that, if that's gonna be the case, if you're like, yeah, but it's an, it's about American pride and da 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 and all the history of America, okay, then we should do the American that we should do the national anthem before we do fucking everything. Because people that fought for this country have yeah. made it so we can do anything. We should do it before this. Yeah. We should uh, do it okay, before this. You know what? Let's, Let's go. go right now. In here. We pour hey guys, are you looking to showcase your work, sell something online, uh, publish a blog, or uh, you know, or you just want to put up a new website to show off your new kitten mittens that you got? Uh, you got to use Squarespace if you're creating a site. Listen, I used it for myself. You can tell it's so easy to use for someone that's so not smart like me. So if you have any intellectual level whatsoever, you're going to do great with Squarespace. It's super easy. Got beautiful templates set up for you to use. Um, it truly is incredible and easy to finally make a website. I remember years ago, it was a nightmare. Trying to make a website was so stupid. You didn't know how to do it. You, you needed to know how to code. It was like, who knows how to code? But now um, with Squarespace, they make it very simple to showcase your work, publish something, sell something. They really do make it very simple to use. They have 24-7 award-winning customer support, which is incredible, and templates, or you can build from scratch. If you're smart enough, you can do it yourself, then do it yourself. But Squarespace is the only place that I would use to make a site. I used it there, and I got to tell you, I'm very, very happy with my product. Uh, domains, websites, and everything else that you need to publish online. Squarespace is the place. So go to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, uh, use the offer code whiskey. Get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Once again, squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. Use that code whiskey. Get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Listen, everybody uh, struggles differently in life, and uh, mental health is something I've talked about very openly on this podcast about something that I care about on a personal and a public level. I'm hoping everyone out there is getting the help that they need, talking to somebody, and BetterHelp is what we've recommended over and over because I do believe in them. Uh, BetterHelp can start communicating with someone in under 48 hours. And we've said this is not a crisis line and it's not a self-help line. It's professional counseling done online securely from the comfort of your own wherever you are. You can do it literally from anywhere, which is so cool. And online counseling, I got to tell you, it's pretty great. It's one thing that the Pandy gave us that was awesome. You don't have to go to an office and sit in an uncomfortable waiting room around people, which I'm not a big fan of. So I do love the idea that you can do it comfortably from, from your own home. Uh, it's a little bit more affordable than traditional counseling, by the way, which is nice. So it's cheaper and you do it from your house. And uh, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can go check out the testimonials. Don't take my word for it, but go to betterhelp.com slash reviews uh, and you can check out people that have commented about it. Over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with BetterHelp. Um, and again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Go to BetterHelp.com slash whiskey. That's help, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash whiskey. Uh, and uh, you, can, you can see how many people it's, uh, it's done wonders for. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by BetterHelp and Whiskey Ginger. Listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash whiskey. BetterHelp.com slash whiskey. Ginger.
Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail? But don't fuck Andrew. Get up. Get up. See, it's so insane. You know what? If we really want to wanted, sing a song together, like let's it's a be cult. honest. Before every game, if you really wanted to be American, if you really cared about America, and you yeah. wanted to be the most Amer- sign up for the army, if you wanted that, or <laughs> make it really American, have a mass shooting at the game. Go ahead, do it. Go ahead and do it. If you want to be Americans, have a mass shooting at the game. More guns. Everyone should get a gun when you buy a ticket to a football game. Yes. You buy a ticket, get a gun. Remember, you're not going to take my gun. <laughs> I've never shot a gun. I've never held a gun. Never? Never in my life. As a kid in the Midwest, we all did. It's prerequisite for being a kid in the, in the, mid, in the in Midwest. In Chicago, they would get you guns? Yeah, but you're going for, when you're, when you're in Chicago, what you do is you get, you're going to have to get in a car with some family friends. You're going to drive to Wisconsin. Up there in Wisconsin, you can shoot whatever you want. You can shoot birds, people, signs, whatever you need. <laughs> Old cars, yeah. pheasants, deers, buck, rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> No, real talk, though. I, that's what you do as a kid. You go up to Wisconsin, you go hunting. Yeah, but that, that's why, like, yeah, like with the gun laws and people are like, ah, Illinois got some of the strictest gun laws in the world. How does Chicago get the guns? It's like because they fucking drive to Wisconsin or Indiana and get the guns. They're stupid. Every, by, by the you way, stupid they're, fuck. They're everywhere. You can't not get a gun. Chicago, look at it, this, you know, this, the Tribune. I'm, I logged into the Tribune. Um, You're every a Tribune day. guy? Chicago Tribune. Fagu. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. But I but I but I, I check out the Tribune. This is what's sad every day. You can the Tribby. You can look at the tribs and you can look every single time at the bottom and you can look at the stories and how many kids or how many people were shot in Chicago. And every single day there's a story down here. I'm gonna find one right now. Look at this. Shooting. All you have to do is It's look, constant. Yeah, type in shooting in Chicago. And it'll pop up today. How about this? Watch this. Shooting in Chicago today. Imagine it's your grandma. She shoots. She shoots tequila. 13 shot, three fatally in Chicago so far this weekend. Oh, God. 15. I mean, come on, man. Like, it never stops. And where do they get the guns? Anywhere. When somebody's like, where do they get the guns? You're like, wherever they want. But how do we you stop it, It's so easy. To stop guns? No, to stop the violence in Chicago. Like, do I mean. Well, dude, that's a huge, huge. Imagine system. we figure it out on Whiskey Ginger. Right now. We're going to do it. Well, you know what helps a lot here in, in Southern California, whether or not I have, I don't know what I'm talking about, but there's community organizers that are in particularly um, uh, 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 troubled neighborhoods, right? Right. That's say, it, say it. Socioeconomically struggling neighborhoods, right? And what happens is they got, they got a lot co- of COVID deaths. Yeah. The, the most. Yeah. So what happens is they get, they get these community organizers who used to be in gangs, and they try to put out these programs for young kids to not get into the gangs. Right. Because here's who's shooting people, bro. It's gang members. It's sure. always gang members. Always. This isn't just and like... And innocent people are usually the ones getting killed. All the time. Yeah. Because they're in those neighborhoods. They can't help it. They have to live there. So to me, I think there needs to be more help in stopping fucking gangs and giving these kids more opportunities to do other shit. Now, what is that? I don't know. I'm not a smart man. But that being said, you it's gangs. It's it's 16, 15-year-old kids that are just popping off because they want to be a part of a thing. I'd rather... I'd, I'd love to give my tax money to something like, like you to know? To fight gangs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, because instead of fighting stupid shit... You know, like the war on drugs, which is like part of this part of gang culture. But you're like, how about we start with another piece? What if we do this? What if we fight fire with, with fire? fire? We all join a gang, and we say that the, we start to pump, pump out from the United States that it's actually the gang, specifically the gang members of Chicago, who are disrespecting the prophet 
and we tell ISIS that, ISIS now starts going after specifically members of gangs in Chicago. You got it. And we make ISIS. Don't slow down. We make we, we have ISIS become yep. the new gangs in Chicago. And then this way, at least they're not killing yep. innocent children. They're just killing infidels. So listen up, Latin Kings and everybody that's in Chicago, if you're a part of a gang in Chicago, ISIS is the enemy. Let's kill these dudes. Let's these cats have been crossing up on our turf. Yeah. Too many times they've been on our block. Let's get them. Let's em. get them. They've been disrespected. This message, this message is for our friends at the Caliphate in Kabul. The, they have been disrespecting <laughs> the Prophet in South Chicago, is it? Yeah, South What's, and West. Southwest Chicago has been disrespecting the Prophet for years now. Yep. I'm just gonna say that. Just gonna say so, it. So, and if you guys need a video editor, because you guys do some great work with editing with ISIS, we have Andres uh from the Bad Friend Show. Yeah, who's, Fancy B would love to edit some of those ISIS videos. Fancy B would be doing a great job editing those videos. By the way, you know there's a, wouldn't it be funny if there's a call time for those ISIS videos for a production crew? <laughs> They're like, yeah. you, you had to be here at 3.30. You know, we, we were starting at 3. You should have been here on time. Yeah. It's like, no, I had to fix, I had to something. We tell you, you have to subtitle. Uh, how funny would it be if they had, they had, they have call times, they have a, <laughs> they have an onset PA, an AD. <laughs> It's like some young guys, like, I'm trying to get into it, but for now, I'm just running bombs back and forth. I'm trying, but one day I will be one of you guys. Dude, the ISIS PA would be hilarious. What a good series, the ISIS PA. Yeah. It's like he's a peon of a terrorist group. Yeah, yeah. He's just a <laughs> shitty terrorist. Dude, I, yeah, because, because I mean, if you look at the editing, I mean, it's... It's, it's phenomenal. It's Hollywood level. Uh, no, honestly, I think they use black magic cameras, and they have, it's like a three-camera setup. No, 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 no. Far and away, the the equipment ISIS has is better than what we have right it's here. It's better than what we're shooting on right now. Oh, they they would look at this and be Laugh. like, "What is this piece of shit? What are you shooting this on? This piece of shit?" <laughs> no, they would bring in the ISIS beheading cameras, and this show would take off. <laughs> <laughs> they show us what to do. They're like actually nice guys about it. Yeah, the, the lighting is terrible. That's part of your problem. They show the <laughs> angle like you have to hit this angle with the behead <laughs> because you don't want you don't want the dirty shot. Bro, when I first saw that video, I will never forget in college when they beheaded that guy live on camp. You know when they. Oh, that um, journalist yes, yes, yes. And it was like slow, dude. I remember, I remember seeing that in my buddy Mark's room. Stupid Fat Mark. Shout out, Stupid Fat Mark. Stupid Fat Mark. Fat Mark. Yeah. And Matt, Mark, I was watching it in his room because he had like the fastest computer with yeah. the best internet. And because he was, you know. I got to tell you, I, that was singed into my brain. And I literally had to kind of like go for a walk to yeah, like dude. get it out. I couldn't I eat. had never seen anything that scared me and shocked me that much. No, no, no. It was in crazy. My life. You know what's another scary one that ISIS did? Like, and it's equally as horrifying when they lit the Syrian pilot on fire. My God. That was brutal, dude. Because you just kind of see his body like incinerating. And then, it's like, insane. you just see, like, in the middle, like his hands on his head and he just, like, gives up. Like, he yeah. just gives up and dies. Yeah. So these people are the worst people on earth. Let's switch it up and switch the mood. Well, worst people, <laughs> well, no, worst people on earth, but some of the best video quality. Let's just of say all that. time. Their production. Okay, look, their production is through the roof. I yeah. would say the production of ISIS beats out the production of the Nazis. I'm just going to say that and let's switch. I don't know. I don't know. What? I don't know. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of uh, speaking of production levels through the roof, uh, we we got into. Uh, we got into South Park's vaccination special. I don't know if you saw it yet. Have well, you, you got watched into it? what did you say? South Park's vaccination special. Have no, you watched it? I haven't. Is it like... I think those, it, those guys are able to pump stuff out. When I mean production level, it's like they're able to pump out comedy so fast right. that it's almost... How can you win? It, 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 like, to you be honest with you, those guys. Trey Parker and Matt Stone, to, to be honest, I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I genuinely, when I watch South Park, I almost feel like either they're time traveling... Like, mm -hmm. like because of how quick they are. Yeah. And two, I feel like they don't win any awards or anything like that. I don't because even want they're that shit. No, no, because they're above it. Right. Like, it almost like they're so funny that they don't even qualify 
for right, right. for a comedic category. <laughs> you're too funny to win a comedy award. I'm t- I'm serious. No, like I, they're I actually too funny. Like everyone's like, okay, whoever won for best comedy, it's like you won. But like obviously South Park always wins. But like you won, yeah. fine. It's like they, uh, it, they're so. It's like they're aliens, dude. But uh, but awards that you le- you learn at some point that awards are such cockamamie nonsense. You, when when I was young, I did think in my mind I thought it meant it went to the most popular or the most the one who sold the most or did the most. Yeah. But that's not the case anymore. No. Like you, once you learn it, you get it, and you like like this year, this made me laugh in a sad way. But this year, Tiffany Haddish won uh, like a Grammy for her comedy album, mm-hmm. and I was looking up. I was like, "Who are the who, who are the runners up every year?" Because I don't really pay attention to that shit. Because I just wanted to know. Because I love Tiff, and she's the shit. And I saw she celebrated on her Instagram, and I was like, "Who else was up?" And it was like Seinfeld and uh, whatever, like major names. Yeah, yeah. But then I looked at like who were the runner up every year. Like I wanted to see. And bro, for five years, Gaffigan's been like a runner up. <laughs> it made me so sad. I got, uh, uh, Grammy for best comedy album. Dude, and Gaffigan's the kind of guy, even though he's a, he's a clean he comic, pumps he'll, out. he'll have a few fucking pops, he'll have a few beers, and oh, he'll yeah. swing on you. Oh, yeah, well, dude, he's, he's tough had, as He's got full fights with the crowd. Tough as nails. I would never fuck so with Gaffigan. So look at this, Gaffigan, Gaffigan, and <laughs> this made me sad. Because I was just going through it. I was like, man, did Gaffigan get clipped every single year they nominated him? So this year nominated, didn't win. Last year nominated, didn't win. 2019, didn't win. 2018, didn't win. He's like the Bills. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, give this guy a fucking... If they, if they give you four years of... Four, okay, four yeah. years... Give it fucking to him. Just give him one. Four years? Okay, but by the way, that was four years in a row because he also got nominated in 2013. He also got nominated in 2012. And he just never wins. No, it's so fucking cruel. Give him one. By the give way, him Weird, one. Weird Al Yankovic has won it twice, his best comedy album. Really? Yeah, he won it two times. He won it in 2015. What? And Grammy. guess what? In 2015, guess who he beat? Jimmy Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> Jimmy G. I love... I, by the way, my point was... I love Jimmy Gaffigan, and I was like... Has he ever been on Whiskey Ginger? No. I can't he, think of a more perfect guest for I know, Whiskey we Ginger than Jimmy it, G. But he, li- he, does, he lives in New York. New York. And we wanted to do a Zoom Zoom, but Zooms are hard, man. Nah, Zoom, I, I think as a country, at yeah. least in entertainment, yeah. we're past the Zoom. I think I'd rather just do it, in, unless it's like, you know, you're going to do fucking like Obama, then whatever you have to do, you have I to do. I might do Obama. You're going to do Obama? He's from Chicago. Obama texted me, and mm-hmm. he said, I want to be able to do a show. Uh, why can I get to the show? And I said, it's fine, but we have to laugh at the clip of Joe Biden falling down the stairs. That's the first thing I'm going to show. Yeah. And he just, he bailed. He wouldn't do it. He, he said, wouldn't do that. Couldn't laugh at him. Dude, I, I s- got him on my podcast and I, in the camera, he said Trump 2024 to the camera. Can I tell you something? I think Obama and Trump are working side by side. You genuinely believe that? I believe it. I think they're working together. I think Obama and Trump are working together. That's why he did this whole thing. Show me the papers. Where was he born? Right. You know, and then Obama outed him for all the awful stuff that he said. You know, Obama right. was the one that found the tape of him saying, grab him by the... You know what I mean? He did. Obama found the tape. He planted Billy Bush. Planted Bush. Planted Bush. Talk about someone that got the rawest end of that deal. Oh, Just yeah. an idiot. Just an idiot, like, E! News type of guy who's like, hey, dad, he's on a bus yeah. being cute and got yeah. his hair done. He looks all nice in his makeup and Donald's yeah. like, yeah, you can grab him. And Billy Bush is like, hey, 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 okay, they pay me $6 million to be a puppet. Yeah. Why did that guy get burned so you bad? You know what's so what and I they want that guy to do? Billy Bush, too, I'm sure when that clip came out, he yeah. didn't even remember Trump saying that. And no way Trump even remembered saying that. First of all, it wasn't on camera. So it's not so so it was so it's a behind the scenes thing where Billy's probably making a sandwich. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like making a turkey sub yeah. on that bus and, and and he's like Trump's like, Oh, you grab a bad pussy, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bad. He's like, Do we have any more chips with it? You know what I mean? Like there's <laughs> yeah. no way they're paying attention think, to what dude, he's saying. You know what? You know what too my stepmom said? Because that Grab by the Pussy came out like in when Trump was like running in 2016. I remember, yeah. 
that made my stepmom and I would imagine a lot of other women actually vote for Trump because they were like, the media is going to now say that even a guy can't say words. Like, we all know what guys say. Yeah. People were like, oh, wait, you know, oh, what's grabbed by the pussy? It's like, what, you know, my stepmom was like, what is it going to be? Is it going to be feminism where we can rise above this shit? Or it's like, you, or because he, she, he said something like that, now, oh, he's a big, strong man and we have to be scared of him. She was like, fuck him, fuck the media, I'm voting for Trump. <laughs> a lot of people did that. No, I'm sure. But here's the problem with the whole thing to me. With all that shit now looking back in retrospect you're like trump the, the the thing about trump that people never even gave him credit for is like dude he showed you he was in he was an evil wicked weirdo yes right so why are we why are we pretending to be surprised when he does something fucked up right you're like what do you mean you think he doesn't talk like that yeah he's a fat swollen diabetic gout ridden mcdonald's chewing golfer who's a liar like hey that's my president <laughs> he was, dude. What? And now it's Kamala Harris. I don't know. Do you notice now it's not like you should be like the Trump presidency or like the, the guy never president. lied to us, by the way. He was always a fucking piece of shit. Always. So it's like, what? What? what why are you pretending like you're blown away that he's a piece of shit? That's People annoying. Are ridiculous. People are ridiculous. Yes, he's a piece of shit. What are you fucking surprised? No, he's a fucking dildo. No, what I saw today it. was like a good tweet. I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, because, like, everyone, like, like the woke people, how, like, you know, like, there's certain people now, like, I forgot there's a girl, I forgot her name, but, like, she's, like, claiming to be so woke, but then, like, people are going back in her tweets, and she's, oh, like, had, like so much racist there bullshit. There was a girl in Teen Vogue. Did you not see that? Yes, which is crazy. Imagine, imagine when we were 17 years old or 16 years old, we had Twitter. Oh. We would all be canceled and done. Please. You cannot... You cannot take someone's career away from them for something they did when they were a teenager. But how about, how about not something they did, right? Because if you do deplorable acts, if you murdered someone, yeah. You, you yeah, if you, you murdered someone at but 17. But my point is, it's what you said. <laughs> so she said something stupid and inappropriate, then make her apologize. That's it. Make her say sorry and make up for her mistake. Look. Otherwise, we don't want people to fix themselves. Then you're just saying, okay, you said something racist once. That must yeah. mean you're a racist for the rest well, of your life. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, how are you going to fix that? I've been, saying this, I've been saying this even on stage and... It used to be actions speak louder than words, but now words speak louder than actions. Yeah. Somehow that flipped. Two things flipped, in my opinion, in our world. Before eyes, we didn't even realize it was coming. Actions speak louder than words. Words speak louder than actions. That flipped. And then the American flag. After 9-11, you had that American flag out high and proud. You were that couldn't everybody was you're a patriot person no matter what you look like now you have that out you're a racist disgusting person <laughs> no, it's how crazy is that and, when and they, we just way, let what, it happen what was the turn when did the american flag become evil with trump he came in in 2016 Isn't that so fucked up that's they, they you associate they associate the uh, american flag with, with him trump loving now that's insane it all is coming it's because here's the thing here's the thing what it's I like, so you like this country? You're like, uh, uh, yeah. go somewhere else. I live here. What yeah. are you talking about? Why don't you go about? live in Venezuela then? <laughs> Let's see how you do in Venezuela. It's insane. You fuck. It's insane to think that like because you because you are trying to be positive. Like, by the way, flying an American flag, the idea that someone would be like, oh, yuck. And you're like, yeah. say why. Say, say why. why, yuck. You could say, yeah, flying What do you not like? Yeah. Do you have problems with this country? Sure. I, I don't think everything is perfect, but what utopian society is. Go name me. I fucking hate it when someone's like, uh, uh, you know what's better? Like, oh, Sweden. They always throw out some bullshit where you're They're like, all exactly the same. Yeah. They look exactly the same. They think exactly <laughs> yeah. the same. So fine, I understand that. Right. But it's like, and then people like shit on, uh, of course America's not perfect. There's racism and there's problems. Anywhere in the world there is. In fucking Europe, two years ago. Yeah. A black player scored a goal. They threw bananas on the field. Right. We would never do that here. In China, right now. They do that in Boston, by the way. Okay. <laughs> do they do that? Do they still throw bananas no, on the field? No, but players would always say when they go to play when they go to play in Boston, uh, baseball players, they would yell racial shit. But Boston, 
Boston's the most racist Boston, place on planet. Boston's Boston. <laughs> Boston's Boston. Yeah, Boston. That being said, don't yeah. go to Boston. In here, we pour whiskey. Are you drinking enough water, as your mother would say to you? And you know I'm trying to now, especially because I'm running again because it's getting nice outside. So, Papa, be running. Uh, and to hydrate yourself and feel good while drinking something delicious and better than water, use liquid IV. It's great. I don't know if you ever tried it. If you haven't, what are you doing? They got a bunch of different flavors, and I really do like this stuff. Um, the hydration product is really good. You get yourself, uh, it's uh, two to three times the amount of hydration as just drinking a stupid little glass of regular old water. Wise up, bucko. Do yourself a favor and get some liquid IV. They have incredible hydration flavors. Watermelon, lemon, lime, passion fruit, which I really like. And they just launched strawberry or strawberry. Depends on what part of the globe you're on. But I do like this stuff. It is very delicious. Um, and also helps if you've had one too many soda pops the night before. If you're feeling a little woozy boozy, uh, I have some liquid IV in the morning and it makes me feel much, much better. It's got five essential vitamins. Vitamin C is in there as much as uh, potassium as a banana. And, uh, you know, it's hard to eat a banana in public because you look like a goof. Uh, but this the, this uh, liquid IV company is also doing good. They've donated a lot of servings in response to COVID-19. 3.7 million to be exact. Uh, so grab strawberry liquid IV. Are there other great flavors in bulk nationwide at Costco? Uh, or you can get 25% off, which is huge. When you go to liquidiv.com, use the code whiskey at checkout. 25% off anything uh, at checkout when you use the promo code whiskey at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today with liquidiv.com promo code whiskey. You deserve to know what you're putting inside of your body. It's a temple. And if it's not a temple, it's a church. If it's not a church, it's a place of worship. If it's not a place of worship, it's just a field that you like to visit sometimes. Look, whatever you call your body, you should know what you're putting in it. And ritual, I got to tell you, very good. Clean, vegan-friendly multivitamins formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. If you're not taking any kind of multivitamin or supplement at all, I think you're missing out on some key stuff you should be putting in your body. Uh, it's got that delayed release capsule to make uh, taking them Vita Vita Vegemins very easy. Uh, it's as simple as that. Ritual is, Ritual is a vegan-friendly multivitamin that is very good for you. And I highly suggest it. They got key nutrients that uh, your body needs and helps fill in the gaps of whatever diet you're on, whatever you're eating. Um, they're made traceable. You always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from. Thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Pretty good. Uh, I am a big proponent of someone that's trying to clean out my body as I get older and stay healthy. Taking a multivitamin has been something that I've been doing for years now. Uh, Ritual is great. I really like it. And uh, it's great because they're delivered to your front door. So, you know, free shipping always. You can start snooze or cancel the subscription at any time, which I found very convenient. Uh, Look, if you're looking for one extra healthy nougat of your life to be upped, Ritual is the way to go. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. That's great. Visit ritual.com slash whiskey to start your ritual today. Ritual.com slash whiskey. Ginger. I like gingers. But, and then then what about, you know, like even in China, uh, a year ago, during COVID, there's a province in China, the Ungar province or something like that, where it's a majority Muslim population. They take them, shave their heads, and put them on trains into concentration camps today. Today. 2021, today, shaving their heads. But but the problem is people want to ignore that stuff and pretend like we're the worst, when in actuality... We are, and I consider myself someone who's progressive in nature. Like, I'm trying. Just say you're gay. I am. Okay. Like, you don't know. You're my fucking boyfriend. But I'm trying my best to, like, be open-minded about everything. That's my whole thing now. I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it as it comes, right? I'm right. not going to discount anything. And I think America as a whole is trying its best to be progressive. But then when someone says, we're so fucking far behind 
you go, oh, dude, have you ever been anywhere else? No. Nope. Because we're not. I haven't. There's, there's places, what do you mean? There's places right now, with, dude, women couldn't drive in Saudi Arabia until like four years ago. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking the about? The most slaves that have ever existed in the history of the world exist right now yeah. in Saudi Arabia yeah. right, right now. now. <laughs> so so, so what is what are you talking about? Yeah, that we're the if worst. you even say the word slave in the United States, you could go to federal prison for that. There's a cop coming in right now. Come on in, Hi. boys. Get him. Um, so we got to, it's so funny how it turned political. You know what it really is to me? It's more just like I'm tired of everyone shitting on us. Why can't we just get to a place where we're like, well, can we work together to make things better? That's instead it. Of, instead of fuck you and fuck you and you yes. suck and you're wrong. It's instead like, of the teen vulgar, exactly you said. Instead of making her, instead of firing her, let her apologize and explain herself. And work and it out. Bygones be bygones. She hugs it out, right. and that's it. Work it out. We used to be able to work it out. Well, remember when you got to fight in your neighborhood with someone? You yeah. argue with somebody, you yeah. know. And it was like your 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 dad afterwards was like, well, you gotta you gotta go be a man about it. Yeah, and uh, and work it out, dude. Be a man, my, grow up and work it out. In my high school in the year 2000, we, if you got into a fight in the hallways or whatever, teachers there was would a teacher, watch for sure. Mr. D, he would take you down to the, take both you guys down to the basement. He had boxing gloves and he'd let you box Love three it. rounds. I swear to God. So good. That's a thing that would happen. And he let you just fight <laughs> it out. so like the 1950s. I yeah, love that. But it was he's good. He's smoking. He's like, go ahead, boys. Go yeah, at it. He's getting horny. <laughs> um, but, but, that, but, but truth be told. Beyond the fact of the violence, violence of that whole thing, and beyond beyond all that, the real truth is like America went from a place where we like really did try to work out our problems. And when you told somebody something yeah. was fucked up and wrong, we used to be like, "Oh shit, maybe we should chill on that shit." Yeah. But now it's like, "Oh, you said that word." Yeah. Well, I hope we banish you forever. Well, dude, it's just a transfer of power. All it is is now woke people yeah. and the PC people, yeah. like the extreme people that want to cancel this Teen Vogue editor, they're just being bullies. A bully used to be someone who would, you know, pull up Tell your, your wedgie. And do, and, yeah. They don't do that anymore. No. Now they can't. Now they try to put pressure on you to cancel you, and that's why, in my opinion, so many people who call everybody out and try to be these woke police, when you go back in their Twitter, Look, they have racist tweets because they were bullies 10 years ago. Of course. But 10 years ago, the way you bullied someone and would be dominant and be an asshole is by doing racist things and like that. 100%. So, so that's why we don't really have that much. So we have jokes, but yeah. I never tried to bully anyone. You're, not, you're never going to find a tweet from mine back in the day. Yes, you'll find things that are like, Attempts at jokes, right. but you're never going to see hear something like where I tweeted something like really racist, like these people, because right. we weren't trying to bully anybody back then. They and by were. the way, if you tweeted something and it comes off racist, I bet you it was a joke. Yes, I bet you it was just a bad joke at the time. That's all you it thought was. was funny, and you were trying to be funny. Yes, and, just, and by the way, maybe some of these people are trying to say something funny, and it just doesn't work out. You know yeah. what I mean? She was just trying to make a stupid joke, and I don't know. I'm not saying in particular these girls because I didn't really read the tweets. I just love the the headline was hilarious that it's like girl gets fired and the girl who didn't try to the girl who tried to um stop her from being hired also got fired it was like the girl got fired for saying fucked up and then the other girl who was like i told you they found out she said fucked up shit i you're do like you're all eating each other you're all eating each other that's tail. all they all they do is eat you're each other eating now, your own like, the same you, all that, that's all that happened that's the cycle it's like that's the thing you want to call somebody out for their actions you better be squeaky clean, motherfucker, because yeah. that camera's going to turn around and that light's going to turn around Pop. and shine right on you. And what are we going to see? Anal warts. Anal warts. Yeah. Which, by the way, you don't have anymore. And I will say, some of them, my fans comment sometimes and they go, does Chrissy still have a dubs? And I always say, no, he no. got it taken care of. But Skin tags. But you know what, you know what month is coming up. What is it? It's fucking, it's Anal Warts Awareness Month. Are you serious? Anal Warts Awareness Month is May. Anal Warts Awareness, that's my daughter's birthday month. 
And that's why. And that's why. No, I don't have any anal warts, but I do have skin tags on both my ass cheeks, and I have what I think is an emerging hemorrhoid. Okay, so have you really ever had hemorrhoids before? No. So I've had I've had one before. And you shit pure blood. It was honestly it was the worst pain I've ever had in my entire life. Really? Tell take me pain, through it. I had to sit on a donut. Had to sit on a donut. It was right after college. Like you wouldn't be able to sit here right now and do the show. I would. It would be just be very uncomfortable. I right. would just I would just be I'd be shifting a lot, you know, and I'd be you How'd know, you shit a hemorrhoid out in college? What happened? It you was know, right, don't shit them out. Right after college. No, no, no. It's like a bubble. It's like a it's like a piece of it's like an inflamed, filled with fluid and blood piece of your anal f- tissue, your tissue. So is that different from anal fissures? Because my dad has anal fissures. Now that... I think he shits blood. He does. And I did, you do get a little blood ski doodles on the hemorrhoids. By the way, if anybody's eating right now, buckle up. I hope, you're, I hope, it's, uh, hope it's something soupy. Yeah, and if you are going to vomit, why don't you just record that and tweet that at Cheeto Santino, at, at Cheeto Whiskey Santino, Ginger at Podcast. At Ginger Podcast, at ChristyComedy.com. Please go to everything that he has... Uh, including his Patreon. Please comment. Please subscribe. Please like. Please push. Please uh, uh, post. Please tweet. Please Vine. Yes. Uh, TikTok in it. TikToky. And uh, and do all the goods. But honestly, I had to sit on a donut for a while because it was so painful. Because and you know what I got it from? What? Lifting. Is that what? Did you feel it kind of popping out of I your just, butt? I just felt like strain and stress. And after I was done lifting, I was like, you know how I was really sore yeah. and my ass was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And then that night at home, I could feel it. It was bad. Anybody who's had a Hemi, go ahead and comment down below if you had a Hem Hem. Uh, be part of the Hem crew, and uh, I'll, they, I'll send you a shirt. What they say, hem though, crew. was the worst pain for a guy ever to experience is passing a kidney stone. You ever do one of those? No, but my, I think my dad had had have one. They break it up. You know, they break it up now. Yeah. So it, so back in the day, you used to have to pass a whole stone, but now they can give you a pill, or they can physically they can physically break it up with, like, there's a machine they use to, cr- to break it up. So when you pee it out, it's not as big. But he said, I think he said his dad had to piss out one before they even knew the technology, and it was, by, by and large, the yeah. worst pain he's ever had. Joe Bartnick told the story once to me that— You know he passed a stone. Oh, dude, he said he was drinking at, like, I think, a Pittsburgh Steelers game, and he said he was like—he like he was like, imagine, like, drinking, like, 20 beers and having to pee like you can't imagine. Like, after that, yeah. he said, and the pee wouldn't come out. He's like, I was just peeing, and it just wouldn't come out. Mm. He's like, I was just sitting in the porta potty and the pee just wouldn't. I had to pee so bad, and it's just not working. Wow. So, so I just kept pushing and no. pushing and pushing, and then he said, I just heard it go— and it hit right off the back of the porta potty. He said, and it was like this big. He said, it just fucking f- ripped open the top of my dick. <gasps> he said, I just kept pissing. He said, and then I was just already so drunk already. He was like, that I was like, ah, I should probably go to the hospital. He said, but I was like, ah, it's already in the bo- it's already in the bowl there. So he said, I just kept drinking. He said, I drank another twenty beers. Woke up in somebody's basement. Whose basement? I don't know. He said somebody's basement. He's sober now, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, this was years ago. I hope so. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you Joel, piss a kidney stone out. You end up in somebody's basement twenty beers later. Dude, after we a were at Giannis, uh, Giannis Papas's wedding two years ago. Shout out to Jan Pop. Shout out Yanni Pop. Shout out Giannis Papas's wedding two years ago. And Bartnick got so drunk he missed the wedding. And he, we were at, we were at the hotel where the, like the wet, where the wedding. So he's not sober. It was in a castle. The wedding was in a castle, and so we were staying at the castle where the wedding reception right. was. And we were there at like six o'clock. Yeah. And he was drinking. And let's say the wedding was at seven thirty. Let's say Joe woke up the next morning. It was like where's the wedding he just showed up to breakfast in his tuxedo so with he's like, got a problem problem and that's what we're here for joe come on in how <laughs> yeah, fucked if this was a fake podcast for an intervention oh my god Joe's behind the camera's like wait what's up that's probably the only way to get interventions with with comedians you, now. Have, to you have to intervene to th- anybody in your life i've never had to intervene you no but there's somebody i should have intervened years ago but are they dead now they are yeah thanks for bringing it up what happened well what can you do? <laughs> I never, I know, I used to watch that show Intervention all the time. I used to love it. Yeah. It made me feel better about when I was drinking too much. 
if I would go on a bender for like a week of just partying, I'd watch Intervention sometimes and be like, well, those guys are way worse than me. I'm but not I that can't, bad. I don't have a problem. Like for me, like what I think I actually am addicted to is like sweets. Like if you said, hey, like I would imagine the same way for an alcoholic is like, I want to drink that beer. It looks like a chocolate chip muffin to me. Like if you said you can never have chocolate chip muffins again, I, that would be very difficult for me to cope with. What, like tr truly, truly, if, you ha if your doctor said you have to give up sugar tomorrow or you're going to die, would it, would it be one of those things where you're like, I might have to sneak it once in a while because I can't not do it? I think that's what I do. So that's why like when I hear like a, uh, an alcoholic who's been sober for 30 years, it, I just imagine like that must be like what Painful. it is. Yeah, because I mean, if you told me I couldn't have you black and white cookies, I wouldn't know what to do. They're the best, by the way. What's better than that? The what black you, and white cookie from a Jewish deli is just like, what are we talking about What right are you now? first, the black side or the white side? You know what side. I actually, actually, only the white and I throw the black side away. What? <laughs> No, what do you mean? What side do I eat? You know, you want to know how, how masochistic and weird I am? I hey. like to eat. I eat the, the. I go right down the middle. You go in the middle? Yeah, of course. Yeah, all right, fine. What side do you eat? Black. You eat black first. I eat. I because I'm a. I love chocolate. chocolate. So what I like to do is I eat a little bit of the chocolate and then I eat a little bit of the vanilla, mm. and then what I like to do is when it gets to like half moon, I dip it in my iced coffee. Get out of town and come uh, on back uh, and give me a kiss. I can, I can I give you a little tip? Yep. Since you like chocolate, you like Nutella. Do I like Nutella? Go ahead and get yourself two black and white cookies. Okay. Late at night, big glass of milk. Huh? Put some Nutella between the cookies. Make it a cookie sandwich, a Nutella black and white cookie sandwich. How many calories do you think we're at? If, if, 1,700. If, no, do you genuinely think if I had two black and white cookies, a glass of milk with Nutella in between, that's 1,700? I, I, I think it's maybe around 1,000. Is that it is. How many calories are in a black and white cookie? But maybe this doesn't know about black and white cookies. Yes, yeah. he does, this doesn't know. What are they, yeah, because they probably called some other stupid Around name. 400 <laughs> calories in one single Entenmann's black and white cookie. 400 calories? 400 calories. In, in one. one. What Dude. did I say? I know we peaked. And, the and, and what? If you got two of them, that's 800 plus Nutella. Yeah, pl plus like... How many calories are in a spoonful of Nutella? 100. This said Nirvana. On its website, Nutella says each tablespoon has 100 calories. So two tablespoons of Nutella. So it'd be a thousand calories. That's what I said. That's what'd be. Yeah, You're nailed done. it. You're done, dude. One time I was in Cincinnati. I swear to God, I was with my friend, the great Mike Cannon, great comedian. Um, Shout out to Mike Cannon. Shout out Mike Cannon at I am Mike Cannon comedy. Is it um, I am Mike Cannon comedy? I think it's at I am Mike let's Cannon. Let's plug the right. If we're gonna do it right, let's plug I, what I it think is. It's, yeah, okay. Well, let's plug Mike. Mike Cannon's very funny. We want to give some love to Mike Cannon. We don't want to do it the wrong way. Shout out to at at uh, at Mike Cannon. It what is. is it? Hold on. At I am Mike Cannon on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, one of the funniest guys alive. Love Mike Cannon. Been Go over there and years. say Chrissy D sent you and, uh, and Papa Cheeto. Yeah, check out uh, his podcast. Um, uh, but let's uh, not give him that. Let's not plug too much. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, fuck no, fuck were, Mike Cannon. Where were you guys? Where so, were you? So, Mike, so we're in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, and we were, we were running on scooters. We were eating chili. And I saw, let's go into this, let's go into this uh, cafe. So we go into the cafe. I walk up to the, to the woman, black woman. And I say, um, I say, hey, yeah, can I have a black iced coffee? And she goes, what, what do you mean? And I said, I'd like a black, uh, like an iced coffee black. Ooh, careful, careful, careful. And because and, in New York, if you just say black iced coffee, it's like. Everybody knows. That's, yeah. And then uh, Mike, Mike was like, yeah, like two, two black iced coffees. And she goes, the fuck you white boys think you're talking to me like that for? And we said, Ex what? Uh, I said, um, what, what? I go, we'd like a. Two African American iced coffees. Yeah, I said. I said we'd like two black iced coffees. She's thinking you're. How is you? How is that derogatory? And she goes, "You mean you want a coffee with no milk or sugar?" 
And I was like, sure. Yes. <laughs> and she goes, so why don't you just fucking say that? And I was like, because in New York, you could say black iced coffee. That's everywhere. I've never, I've, everywhere you go. Yeah. So then the person, uh, the manager or whatever says, what's going on here? I said, we're trying to order two black iced coffees. And she goes, and he goes um, to the lady, he goes, can you just please make two coffees with no sugar and milk? And then I go, yeah. And then, and then we're like, yeah, like looking at each other. She takes both coffees and fucking throws them at us. We have, Shut up. Yeah, yeah, we just like got <laughs> coffee like all over us, just like dripping down. And she was just like, you motherfucking racist. Well, and I was just like. He's right. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm sorry. And then like we were like so shaken up. We got back on our scooters. And I like went to like go like, like get it. Because I was like scared. I like went to like go out of there. And I like went on the scooter and I fucking hit the curb and I fell. And I freaking. So uh, coffee all over you. Yep. With no milk or no sugar in it. No milk or sugar. Then. Then you hit a curb. Then I hit a curb. Then we go finally get a nice coffee. We get back to our hotel. We go up into the room. Mike, he likes to smoke a little bit of the bud. We're smoking bud on the balcony. He goes, yo, Chris, come over. Look at this. We see two crackheads, like watching it, two crackheads come out of a dumpster. They were sleeping in a dumpster all night. Cincinnati is a fucking insane tough. city. It's a tough-ass tough insane city. What was the What was the venue? Uh, the Funny Liberty Bone? Funny Bone. Is it, is it Funny Bone there? I think it's a Liberty I've never, Funny Bone. I've never done since Dude, Skyline Chili. We were in Sky, Shout out Skyline oh, Chili. Oh, I love Skyline Chili. Oh, Shout my out. God. It was, so, Shout out. it was one of those things, I swear to God, I took one bite of it. It was so good because I got the bowl. I took one bite of it, and I fucking roofed it. <laughs> <laughs> do you like... Do you, there's a place out here. There's a place out here that, that has really good chili with spaghetti noodles at the bottom. Whoa. It's called... Uh, it's called... Uh, not... Uh, what in, the, in, in Milwaukee, it's called Real Chili. Never uh, been to Milwaukee. Never? Good city? <laughs> One of, honestly, I'm not even. I'm not kidding. I'm not joking around right now. One of my favorite cities in the Midwest, Milwaukee, by far. What's so different? Drinking what? town. If you like drinking, it's a drinking town. Well, it's awesome when they hit a home run at the Brewers. That guy goes down. The, the guy goes down. Which the doesn't slide, happen right? too often. Brewers hey, loses. Hey, hey, hey. Chili Johns. If you ever want to go to a place, it's called Chili Johns. Chili Johns. Chili Johns over in Burbank. It's old school. It's one of these. Uh, one of these, you know, like a U-shaped counter like that. How great oh, is that? Oh, that's great. Beautiful. Chili Johns has chili like that. No, Milwaukee's wow. one of my favorite cities. In the Midwest, you know, when, and but when I go to Wisconsin, when I go to play, I play comedy on state in Madison, which yes, I, and I, I love Madison. Love Madison. I'm obsessed. Shout out comedy on state. Obsessed. Uh, shout no out matter, the, no matter who shout you out are. Shout out to the city that killed Sam Cooke. Uh, yep. Well, how'd uh, they kill him? Uh, no, not Sam Cooke. Uh, Otis Redding. How'd they kill Otis Redding? Otis Redding crashed a plane into the Lake Minota. Why did he Sam do that? Sam Cooke died in L.A. from a hooker shot him in the chest. Why did he do that? Why did he crash the plane into the lake? There's two, there's, you know, the city lays on two lakes. Lake Minota, Lake Manada, Minota, whatever. It's almost the same name. These guys, they don't know how to fucking name lake lakes Lake Native Americans. Lake Natives. Uh, the fog was too heavy and the plane crashed. Otis Redding, dude, he died in, uh, Otis Redding died in Madison, Wisconsin. Wow. Otis Redding died in Madison, Wisconsin. Please be wrong. Please be wrong. I need to make sure. 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 Yeah, final approach, Madison. You know, I always get Otis. However, the private plane carrying soul music legend Otis Redding would crash into the frigid waters of a small lake three miles short of the runway, including seven of the eight men aboard, including Redding. The, the, by the way, one, the one man that got away, still alive. How the hell did he survive a plane crash into a Some lake? Some guys are tougher than others. That's what it is, right? Yeah, some guys can just handle a hit from a plane. But anyway, Milwaukee, <laughs> big drinking town, one of the most fun places ever. I was at the Hopbrow House with my, my, my childhood best friend and a bunch of us. This is how wild Milwaukee is. In a fucking bar, they have a tree stump, right, that used to be, that grew outside, and they literally cut down the tree, and then they built the bar around it. That's they hilarious. A, they got a real tree stump, and they have Jesus nails. You, ever, you know Jesus carpenter nails? Sure. Yeah, right? They have a fucking hammer, a fucking sledgehammer, and if you can nail it in, 
in the least amount of hits, you get to, you know, everyone, who, the, whoever uh, does it the most has to buy the round of beer. That's how, dark, they give you a hammer and a fucking nail and a tree stump and, and a bar. And a keg of beer. Yeah, and dude, a Stein of beer. You just hit it as hard as you fucking can. See, I never would. I never even thought that like Milwaukee was like. I just thought it was like Phenomenal a fly city. by city. Fuck no, dude. A big. It's like a little town. Chicago kind of. It's much smaller Chicago, but I mean they have a college there called Marquette where my where I my know best Marquette Dwayne went. Wade. Marquette is where I uh, where the first uh, first place I ever got to. Uh, Never got to put one in the tuchus out there. Really? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Dude, lo- I love that city. That city is so fun. But Milwaukee is underrated. Big drinking town, you know, sports town. Unfortunately, you know, the Bucks are all over the place, but sometimes yeah. up, sometimes down. The football team's over in Gay Bay. Uh, Green, Green Bay, sorry. How far uh, is Milwaukee from Gay Green Bay? Uh, hour and a half, maybe uh, something like that. If you're living Milwaukee, you're a Green Bay Packers fan. Hundred percent, you got to be a Packers fan. Can't be anything but a Packers fan. How far is Chicago from Couple Milwaukee? Hours. Couple hours. Oh, so you would go? You could go to Milwaukee for the weekend. You could, but you wouldn't. Why would you do that? Why would you leave the greatest city in the Midwest to go to Milwaukee? You ever go see a Green Bay Packers game? No, you know what? And I really, really want to. That's one of those things that's on my list of all. I I, I used to go on tour when I did stand up. Uh, back back in my day. God, I can't wait. <laughs> Which we may be going back. You and I may be doing a little No, we stand-up. are. We are. We're going to be doing something We're going to do it soon. in May? We're going to be doing okay, something great, soon in May. Great. Cross your fingers. Cross your fingers. Um, but but I used to go to baseball games, and I would go alone. I didn't even care because I, I wanted to What do you see- mean? You'd go to Milwaukee Brewer games no, alone? No, no, no. I would go all over the country wherever I was, and I would just go to a baseball game. If the feature didn't want to go with me, I'd go by myself. Yeah. Because I wanted to see every stadium. But, but, but with football, football stadiums suck. Yeah. There's nothing cool about them. But the only one I do want to see left on my list is Green is, Bay. is uh, Lambeau. Lambeau Field. Yeah. How many baseball stadiums have you gotten to? I'm all but five. Wow. What are the five you haven't hit? Well, New Yankee. I haven't been to New Yankee Stadium, okay. which is like it's not great to be honest with you. Really? The old Yankee Stadium is so, so much better. Cool. It was so and cool. And the city field where the Mets play is ten times better. And I love the. I'm a diehard Yankee fan, but they've been, they, been to see the Mets. Been to see the. They Mets. just made a bullshit corporate stadium. Yeah, sadly. What other stadiums? Miami. Never been to Miami. Never been to Miami. Yep. I've never been to Miami. I've been to the city a million times, but I've never been to a game. Uh, it's New New York, Miami. Um, uh, uh, it's something out here. Did you go to Pittsburgh? Uh, Mariners. I've never been to a Seattle game. Seattle, Safeco Field is sick. Yeah, I've never been up there. And I have, that's three. No, I have been to Pittsburgh. I have been to Philly. I have been to. You've been to like Oakland? I've been to ba- Baltimore. Of course, I've been to Oakland. I've been everywhere in California. Every single one. Well, there's only four. How's the Anaheim Angels Stadium? Is it dope? Uh, no, it's garbage. It's just trash. like in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, it's insane. If they didn't have Mike Trout, they wouldn't get no one to go there. Like, it's is all, it just like off the highway bullshit? It is off the highway bullshit. The only thing that's cool about it is you can take the train, and the train literally lets you off in the parking lot. So you took the train from L.A. to Anaheim. I, I take if I go south, I take the train. Why? Because driving just you're in traffic. I'd rather shoot my. I'd, ra- I'd rather cut off my penis and sew it to your head. What? That would be great. It's the nightmare. Yeah, you could kiss it. It's a nightmare, dude. Driving out like San Diego Padres games, taking the train. It lets you off downtown. I'm I'm taking the metro. There's there's internet on there. There's a booze cart, a booze and food cart. How cart. long from L.A. to San Diego? How long? A couple hours, two and a half or three. But driving like L.A. to San Diego, could same. Be, could be six hours. Usually three. It's just traffic the whole way though. Yeah, it's a gun in your mouth. It's it's the it's the, it, this city this Southern California sucks when it comes to driving. It's bullshit. The the ro- the infrastructure shit. The roads are too small. There's too many fucking people. It sucks. Right. So I'd rather do a train that stops all the time. So I can just sit and you're boozing. on my phone, boozing. Boozing. San Diego but, but, Padres got one of the nicest stadiums in the whole league. Potties are great. I love the potties. Petco is great. You sit, you're above and you go in. You go there. The stadium sits below 
uh, ground level, which yeah. I think is cool. Cool. Uh, who else? San Francisco is great. No, but and I'm missing my I'm missing one of my well, last let's, ones. Let's Why take it. Let's I try to figure this out. Do you ever go to Kansas City Royals? Yes, I've been to a Royals game multiple times. You ever been to Chicago Cubs? Come on, what are you talking or about? Or the White I went, Sox? I went, I went to the World Series. I've been to both White Sox. Are you a Cubs or a White Sox fan? I'm a North Sider. I'm a Cubs fan. Don't even ask me that. I don't know. I don't you know, know what the rules better. are. You know better. You know better. What is it with New York, though? If you're a Yankees fan, it's just because it's not because you're born somewhere. Yeah, my, well, my like because for us it's North Side and South Side. See, for us it's like it's for us it's like. You know, you like I'm from Queens. I I was born in Queens, so you, so, yeah. so I should be a Mets fan because yeah. Feels she's, she's a Queens. But my dad's born and raised in the Bronx, so he was a Yankees fan. So that's why I went Yankees. But I think with New York, it's pretty much like Yankees fans don't necessarily hate the Mets. I mean, hate the Red Sox, of course. Mm. It's really like you know, obviously, if they're playing each other, whoever you want your team to win. But it's really about like New York first. Like if the Mets were in the World Series, me being a Yankee fan, I would root for the Mets. You would? I would because you because I'm re- rooting for New York, right? So with Chicago, I don't think it's like that. Like if the if the White Sox. Well, did the you guys Series. have your twin towers hit by Muhammad Atta? No. no, no. So that's why we have the Sears Tower, <sighs> and nobody's hitting that because it's dope. Yeah. We got different tiers. Your two buildings were that was that was you know in Britain this means this is a middle finger. You know, two fingers is fuck you. That's what it was. That's what the ISIS thought that was. Those two twin like, towers, like, hey, come, 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 fuck with come us. Fuck you, fangolo. You fangolo. No, not with us, dude. We got Sears Tower. Now it's called uh, some other bullshit. It's the called Wilco- the Willis Willis Tower. Willis Tower. <laughs> Get out of town and come back. Whack. Come on, man. Whack. Whack. We got whack. John Hancock. We, yeah. we got cool buildings with cool names. You know names. what John Hancock's famous for? Signing his dick. First I guy that. to sign it. First guy to sign with his dick, right? Didn't he sign it with his penis? He dipped his dick in the ink and everyone it was like, "Old feather pen," and they were like, "And John was like, that's fucking lame, dude.' Dip this cock right in it. Lame, all signed it. Boom, Declaration of American. Oh, say, say can you see? Honestly, though, honestly, that's my go-to karaoke song every time. National anthem. <laughs> what is your real karaoke song? I swear to God, I'll either I'll usually sing the national anthem, just yeah. throw people off. Or Whitney Houston, um, so emotional. Oh my God, what a song! Yeah, Honestly, yeah. My song is, uh, my song is, um, if I were a rich girl, such a good song. If I had all the money in the world, if I was a wealthy girl, such a good song. What can you say? I saw Gwen Stefani in Vegas two years ago. Really loved it. Gwen, look at me, loved it. Gwen Stefani, in my opinion, did she bring out Jake Blake? Jake Blake Shelton? Jake Blake Shelton? No, he didn't come out. I was bummed. Really? Yeah, I was That's like, what I'm there the, for. where is him? She where is, him? is my number one. She's st- Gwen Stefani to me is the Love. most beautiful woman ever. Like the, on TV that I've ever seen. This is your number one. The, Gwen Stefani is my number one. Like if you could have a hall pass, she'd be the one you Gwen go to. Gwen Stefani it wouldn't even be Gwen Stefani. Betty White for me. Really? Betty White. Interesting. Just because of the history she's got in the comedy yeah, world. Yeah, so funny. She's a legend. Yeah. When you asked me earlier on the podcast about how old would it be, she'd be it. Betty White. What are, how old is Betty White now? Is she a hundred? Uh, I mean. What is Betty White? How old is Betty White? How old is Betty White? Betty White, she's uh, 99. So what? I'm not, what, you know, so I guess I said 99 was my roof. Right. Good callback for me, by the way. Got it. That's huge. Good callback for me, big time. Great callback. Um, Honestly, uh, having you as a resident on this, I want to be serious for a second, has been one of my best, this has been the best couple of weeks of my life because you, you vibe, don't cry. You vibe with me so well, and I love you, and I love the way your brain works. And of all the people that could have come out here from New York, I'm glad it's you. Thank you. And can I ask you something about New York? Yeah. Why do you think New York comics hate L.A. comics? Truly. Truly? Why do they hate us and we don't even know half of them? Like, they uh, don't really know. No, I mean, they don't even know us and they hate us. And when, every time I meet someone from New York, I love them. Like, like Shane, like Gillis came out oh, with, yeah. with some guys I didn't know. And 
we had kind of known each other through the through the way. But I love that. I mean, I, that Shane's I love great. you. But it's also like I've showed respect to him and his crew because I like him already. But why is it that New York guys inherently don't like us? I think what it comes down to is what people, what comedians in New York think. I'm just saying what they, they think. They think we're all hacks. They think because some of the comedy, like, is not coming from a real place. Yeah. Which is generalizing because, like, they think it's a problem. So like, I have to live with roaches for a comedy to be real? Exactly. I have to live with That's mattress, what they want. mattresses they want. on the street? Like, if, like, like, in, like in New York at the Comedy Cellar, let's just say, or Gotham or Caroline's, whatever, if you, like, did a joke about a unicorn, even if it crushed it, back, like, nah, it ain't real. I want to fucking, you need to Make talk. Make it about a horse. Make it about something real. A horse is real. Unicorn's not real. <laughs> yes, it's not real. <laughs> comedy is not meant Which to be stupid. taken serious. That's I know. The, the whole point, of, the, the weird thing about comedy is I get older is, the more guys I meet that take this really serious. Right. It, it's it's sad. Well, the people, I'm like, you know you tell jokes for money? You're it, we're, we are pathetic. It's a pathetic thing. It's the, a pathetic thing. The people. Stop the, pretending like it's important. The people. First to die, by I the way. I think that don't adapt. Like, yeah. like, like, you know, the podcasting is so big in L.A. I'm like, the, there's still people, peers of mine that are like, uh, podcasts suck. I'm like, all right, dude. I mean, I don't want to take the bus anymore. So that's why I'm doing the podcast. That's what Dylan said. Dylan goes, I go out to L.A. Joe's got a fucking spaceship he takes to shows. Yeah, no. He goes, Dylan, I, go, I go to New York. I'm watching my heroes ride the train. I yeah, see no, him ride the L. It's true. Dylan Dylan transformed quick. You know, like yeah. he... Because he, well, he, he adapted, man. And he's he, a, he's a, he belongs out here. I mean, he belongs in, in the culture of fast I was in Austin. Shit. Everybody's in Austin now. And honestly, that's fine. I'm going to go down there and say hi to some of those guys. But you I fucking sell out. I would never... I can't move down there. I know. Somebody, uh, yeah, I've talked to Rogan as fucking today about going down there to do the show, to go do his show. And he was like, just wait, you'll want to move down here. And I go, I just bought my place. I couldn't afford to move. Yeah. Like I just got enough money to finally buy something. Right. In LA, which is very expensive. It's absurd. It's disgusting. It's so dumb. We had the yeah. guy, the notary was at the house today signing for these refi papers that we had to do. And, and, and he, uh, he wasn't. What? No, he was. How do you know it's a good document? No, because I had somebody else check it before he got, came to the house. But he, <laughs> but he even said, as I'm signing, I go, ugh, disgusting. I'm looking at the numbers. I go, this is repulsive. And he goes, yeah, man, you can say it. I, 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 can't, I can't comment. And he's like, I just, I see this every day, and it makes me sad. And I was like, isn't that crazy that, like, this guy sees what houses are for nowadays, and he yeah. just is like, oh, this is it's just, it's, it's, it's a ripple. It's like, it's like, like the house that you guys are staying in while you're here, I bet you is unbelievably expensive because it's what four bed five bedrooms it's it's four bedrooms with an in-ground pool yeah and it's yeah. a nice house it's a nice in the valley so right there that's over a million well well it's cheaper than over the other side of the hill right in the city is is more expensive but even still depends on where you are because some parts of the valley are fans yeah and i know your fans where you are you guys are it's a nice house you're probably a, a million and a half two million dollar house that you're yeah well in. well just just to airbnb it's something like twenty thousand dollars a month oh my god dude. so that's gonna be like i mean i'm not paying for that shit 20 G's production. Hey, production. True TV. Can we talk about that for a second real yeah, fast? Yeah, please. Uh, the show is going to air. When is it going to air? The show called Backyard Bar Wars, hashtag BBW. BBW. Is gonna air the first or second week of July. Do they know that that stands for Big Big Beautiful Women? Yeah, yeah. And well, they, don't, they don't care? So far, so far, they don't care. So far, they don't like, care. Like, has the marketing caught up to it, or do you think they just are so ignorant they don't well, know? Well, now we have a big marketing call tomorrow, So, and they yeah. asked me specifically, the show creators, to not do the BBW joke for the market, for the ad agencies. Why? Because people don't want to have fun. But that's what I mean is, like, it's harmless. It's ridiculous. And it's not even a thing that, like, what, what about that would upset somebody that you're like, it's a common phrase that people know, right? Yeah. It's in the social zeitgeist of conversation. So... What about it is offensive? Dude, it, because people... By the way, it's celebrating Big Beautiful Women. And by the way, BBW on Pornhub... I thought it was Black Beautiful Women. 
big beautiful woman. That's why. That's probably why for you, because you keep going around going black beautiful women. Yeah, black beautiful women. But that doesn't make sense, right? It's but like big, one of the, beautiful women. It's one of these things. It's like you know, people. I think a lot of times people just come. It's just fear, and I get it that like, especially if you're a TV network, you have to. There's a lot of things you have to do. You know, a lot of people you have to please, but it genuinely is fear because it's like, I I did a joke on a podcast couple of days ago about like all the stuff that was happening like with the the shootings and all that stuff to stop the asian hate and i said on the podcast oh, yeah. and somebody was asian in the room i joe i was like i was like hey like you know a lot of people are like tweeting out hashtags and stuff like that white people trying to look i'm actually out there i'm giving people happy endings that's what i'm doing <laughs> is i'm taking over like you know like what the asians yeah. are in harm's way i'm going to do the happy endings that's how i'm stopping it and coming together got a lot asian is that a stand-up show yeah no but everything was fine everything yeah. was fine then cut forward today, I'm on set. I'm doing jokes, you know, doing little jokes. They asked me to do a certain type of joke right. about a washing machine. They're like, oh, make up a name like one of your friends from Brooklyn. So I improv like 20,000 names, Billy Bubbles, Sammy Suds. And then after the 10th take, they were like, ah, right, give me one more. And I said, ah, Korean Ken. Stop down, <laughs> safety meeting. <laughs> you know, they're like, uh, they're you like, can't say that. Dude, fly in, fly in fly and get him, fly in and get him right now. Yeah, yeah. Korean they're like, Ken and they they're like you can't say that. That's Asian. I'm like, I just like, that's why I like doing a podcast and, and being in the internet space so much is because I don't have to be in the box. But right. I get with TV, I get that you have to be in the box because there's a lot of... Because you're literally in, in their box. You're in their box. Yeah. There's, but there's a lot of things like, you know, when you put a show on a cable network, it's not just, you know, the Whiskey Ginger audience. It's all different. They don't just watch the show you're watching. They, you know, the true, the, a, a cable network will have 10 different shows that appease different but audience, when but, you're, when but you're, it's impossible. When you're, when you're a comic, right, and you're doing that at a show, you do that joke at a show, everyone going to that show has to know Sure. It's a joke. And you sure. don't and you don't mean harm. You don't wish negativity. It's no. like so at some point, when are we all gonna admit that in these in these worlds, we just have to be okay with the idea that like comedy is going to exist and it is just making fun of uncomfortable. It has sometimes. to exist. Guess what, baby? Anytime yeah. like a socialism fascism movement comes in, I mean who did Hitler kill first? The artists, the comedians, the right. entertainers. He's that's what and, and that's should, what they're trying to kill first we now. We should be killed first, by the way. hundred percent. Yeah, and if, what if am there, I gonna contribute? If, if there is another dictator that comes along that kills everybody, you know we're going first. That that, that being said, I will consume less than him. So if that means yeah. anything, if you're listening, because he will snacky snack. Well, there is. And another, I, won't. I got news for you. There is another dictator. You know what her name is? AOC. A <laughs> <laughs> you have such a big crush on her. It's ridiculous. Oh God, are you kidding me? Love you. She's love my her. number two. Gwen Stefani number one. Love, AOC number love two. Her. Wait, tell me what's your secret snack? Your favorite? Um, your guilty pleasure snack? Because I do want to know, so I can buy it for you in droves. My guilty pleasure snack? Yeah, like the the black and white cookie we talked about. But like, what's the one thing that you like really that you'll go get tonight if you if you had a, a craving? Like, if you're going to the store, is it a candy bar? Uh, ba, 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 ba. No, no, no. If having a craving, what I do, I'd be like, oh, I really can't eat this. Like, uh, like just a, like a, in a wrapper, like a candy. Kit Kat. You love Kit Kats? Yeah. I got a Snickers the other night when I, when I went out with a oh. friend. I, Snickers to me is like, I, I have to, I want it. I need right. it. I, and sometimes, and the old bag, like, take five, you know, take five. You sure. Know, and there's two of those in there. So I'll get the four packs. So I'll be like, you get two and I get two. I That's should it. just have one. But it's too hard for me, man. It's too hard. Sweets are hard for me. And they've only been this way now that I've gotten older. Right. Why is that? When I was younger, it, actually, we didn't eat sweets. My mom would have let us have anything. We just didn't do it. You know, do it. I, yeah, see, I'm, I try to not give my kid sweets because I know I was given sweets so much and how truly addictive sugar is. Like, yeah. truly addictive. It yeah. is like, I've been trying so hard to, like, cut back and count calories, but I usually just have to leave at least five to 700 calories at night because I'm just going to hit, I'm just going to hit some sweets. Do you depress? Do you sad eat? Are you like sad? Yeah. Oh, Chrissy. 
Next time you want a saddie, why don't you pick up the phone and call Papa Red and just okay. say, hey, baby, I want a saddie, and then I'll talk you off the ledge, or we'll saddie together. Let's do that. Would you rather saddie together? Yeah, I want to saddie with you. I want to go get some tacos. I'm hungry. Let's go get some tacos. Okay, fine. Um, I love you once again. I love you. You're, hopefully, you're going to be here for a little bit more of the residency. You tell me. You, I'm, I'm here to you. Throw me out, babe. No, you're here. You're here as long as I need you to be here. You thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. I end the episode the same way, and you know it's one word or one phrase right into that camera. Say it when you're ready. I'm walking away now. Uh, one word or one phrase. I always forget to think about this, so I like to just wing it from the top. One word or one phrase. I want to say one word or one phrase. I want to say Kamala Harris. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You are that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like that, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.